right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. We are following up on Sunday's episode, which was uh, what we classified as underappreciated players. It only felt right to follow that up with uh, perhaps overappreciated players. More, Probably more controversial, if I may say. Um, I'm excited to see what you guys have. I know Randy's excited. It takes a lot to get well, Randy excited. He's excited. We're going to make some enemies today. <laughs> Randy's here. Neil is here. Uh, it, was, it was difficult. It's hard. Who to flame. Yeah. But also much harder than I thought it would be. Yes. Uh, TC is here. That's his voice you just heard there. And DJ Pi is here as well. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Um, before we do get rolling here, we, we had a piece of video content that we're still going to be releasing, but got a little COVID kind of threw a little curveball at us. Uh, and I want TC to kind of take us there. We're going to talk about the Callaway Maverick driver, of course. But uh, what was what are we working on, still working on? And uh, how would you get to just take us there? We're going to get everybody fit. There's three heads on the on the new Maverick driver. Got the the regular Maverick, the Sub Zero for higher speed players such as myself, and then the Max for those who need a little bit of help, you know, keeping the right miss inside the boundary. You're locking eyes with yes. me like a do- like a so, dog taking a dump, just looking right at its owner. We've already fit DJ in in, in the Maverick Max, and I'm um, I'm thrilled with it. Yeah, Sally, you actually switched from the Sub Zero in your Epic Flash to. Regular. I'm a regular. I've hit a little higher, a little bit, getting a little bit more launch on it, which I think I found a little something with the driver in the last couple of weeks. So I'm really, I, I've, I'm honestly never driven a better, better than I have the last couple of weeks. And yeah, I think that's that's been something that I've noticed is uh, the Maverick Sub Zero is even more low spin than the Epic Flash Sub Zero by a wide margin. Speaking of low spin players, <laughs> TC called me the lowest spin player on earth. <laughs> I'm in the regular Maverick. I was a little worried uh, in my old Epic Flash. They have the the weight, the adjustable weight mm-hmm. in the, um, what would that be, the heel or along the, the, toe. the toe of the club? Uh, no, the base, the, like the, 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 the back, back of the club. In the back, back of the club. Yeah. The butt of the club. Uh, which I had set that to help promote and encourage that club face to turn over because I'm coming in so shallow and, and open. Uh, so I was a little apprehensive with the Maverick. They don't have that, but I got to say, hitting the Maverick, I think better than I did the Epic Flash. I, I love it. You're driving the shit out of the ball. Thank you. For, um, coming from you, oh, what a compliment. <laughs> well, yeah, so the, the the regular and the Max are both a little bit of draw bias. The Sub-Zero is pretty pretty straight on. Neil, what are you playing right now? We don't have to talk about it. Neil's actually playing my driver. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a Sub-Zero. Um, it's up in the big city. So I've been playing... Are you, it's Sub-Zero? Sub-Zero. So I think we're playing the same thing. I usually I usually tweak it down to 8 degrees aloft because uh, I tend to hit the ball pretty high. So yours is on 9 degrees, pretty standard. 9, nine degrees, X-stiff, 75-gram shaft. And I've been, hitting, I've been hitting it pretty good. I still... Still lose one or two every round, but I think we're we're working through some stuff off the tee, uh, and I'm hitting it really far. Yeah, well, we we've seen that because you're brawny. Yeah, bro. Um, you may have forgotten because it feels like a long time since uh, professional golf was happening, but it was having a, a successful start to the year. Xander almost repeated with it, uh, repeat win in Hawaii. Leishman and Sagstrom won with it in January, and of course the the uh, the chip drive and putt uh, win here at Jack's Beach um, by yours truly. 
Um, that's actually in the copy. I didn't just bring that in. And, and if won, orange won the, isn't won the driver count at the drive chip <laughs> as well. <laughs> if orange isn't your thing, you can go to Callaway Customs, design your own scheme. Um, and so yeah, that we're we're loving the Maverick when we do get out to play. And uh, and yeah, we're we're excited to get in the actual fitting. I think we've kind of fit ourselves a little yeah. bit, but I want to see TC actually get in the lab. There. Randy's actually wondering. He thought he got a custom with the orange. But no, that that's just the way it I comes. Know. It yeah. was like that's what I would have requested. Yeah. <laughs> went ahead and made it a reality. Speaking of overappreciated players, um, <laughs> all right. Does anyone kind of want to introduce what how they defined under overappreciated? Is it different for every guy? Yeah, I I put a lot of thought into that. I would say I don't think it's overrated. You know, you win you win golf tournaments. It's hard to call someone overrated. I think overappreciated. Some of it's off the course stuff that has led to or labels that they've developed throughout their career. It maybe gets them more FaceTime or more airtime or they come up in conversation more because they are the considered the best at this. But then you're like, well, but are they that good compared to their peers or are they just excel in one thing? So that's that's where I was was going with it a little bit. And I'll turn it over to somebody else to define their definition. I think overrated is a component, but it's not the only component. Yeah, I, I lean similar to the to the last episode we did. I lean much more on overappreciated. I think over uh Guys who are maybe uh, celebrated a little bit more than maybe their uh, their output dictates. A common theme is big personalities, I think. Yeah, at least in what in I your, came across. List. Yeah. yeah, that I came across was like, oh yeah, eh, he's that guy. I did struggle with it though. I, I think I was talking to Neil about it I yesterday. I think it's there's so few like stars, superstars in golf that it's it's hard enough to be like. Basically, what I'm getting at is most of the people who are very famous for golf, like, are very good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's just not that. Yeah, many. you suck. Dude. There's not like, that many. Yeah, I was good. just thinking about going and like talking to you know just a very casual golf fan, be like, hey, do you know who this person is? No. All right. Well, it's kind of hard for me to say like they're overappreciated then, but you know what I mean? Did you? Yes. Did you struggle I, with I, that? No. I completely agree. I think there's another factor. I don't want to spoil it yet. Related to personality that I think gets people. More buzz than maybe they're due, mm-hmm. um, but it's relevant to the person. Like if you're looking at it that way, it's overappreciated golf game due to maybe not underappreciated personality, but like a, a wealth of personality because there's not enough of that in the game. So they get yeah. credit as they're like saying they're like, oh, they're awesome. But it's like, well, maybe their golf game if they didn't have the personality. Exactly. That's what. That's what yeah. I'm at. Well, why don't we kick it off the big let's, let's Randy to start? In. Are we gonna? Whittle it down as we've been I doing. I think we do the same format. So, yes. we We're going to find Obviously, the final TC's five. Obviously, going to drop in about 35 options. Yeah, of course. Probably, <laughs> probably pee on a bunch of names and yeah, let's, we'll, we'll see what happens. Save your drop-ins till the very end so you're not peeing on a bunch of different people. How about I that? I like it. So, well, so I'm going to turn it to Big Randy to start us off. To run through the format, though, as you brought up, each of us have three. Is that correct? Yes. I have, I have three. three. We'll, three. We'll, we'll get it to 15, and then we'll whittle it down to our five most overappreciated guys. Okay. You know what? I actually have four because I paired... I have three selections, but one of them is a paired selection. Randy, I've done something similar, but <laughs> okay. And and I might as well, Solly. I'm free to free habitual, to begin. Habitual line stuff. Tasting menu. <laughs> I have a paired selection for you all. I know it's three, but I actually have nine that I'll be walking through as well. <laughs> we're we're gonna start. I'll I'll start with my paired selection. Uh, a couple of South Africans. Gary Player. No. No, I think wow. one of them is on my list, so we can tag team this if you're if you want. One of them is uh, Louis Ustazen, and Thank the other know. is Charles Schwartzel. Can anybody guess right now what Charles Schwartzel's OWGR is? Two twenty. No, he's like one forty-one. I think he's way higher than that. I think he's in the top fifty. 
Neil? Really? Are you, uh, I don't are know. you abstaining? I'm abstaining, yeah. Props to TC. He's ranked 205 really? in the world right wow. now. Wow. It's been really? a I was for a bit. Well, Louis was on my list, not Charles. So I didn't know Charles. Sure, reason. sure. Well, uh, let me make the case real quickly. The, my whole thesis is the results do not match the talent. Charles, we know, won the Masters in 2011. He birdied the last four holes, complete sweepstakes of a Masters. Uh, that was the year that Rory decided to crown everybody. So since since that Masters win, Charles has four top tens in majors compared to 10 missed cuts. The two of them, and I'm bringing in Louie now, um, the two of them have combined for three PGA Tour wins. Oh, my God. The only non-major uh, was Schwartzel's 2016 Valspar, which he defeated Bill Haas in a playoff. This is where I make the case for overrated. So their combined career earnings on the PGA Tour are approaching $40 million. Louis, uh, just shy of $21 million. Uh, Schwartzel's at about 17 and a half. And then you factor in the Euro Tour as well, where they've earned a combined 35 million euros. Um, and that's Jesus. with they've uh, they've combined the two of them have won six Euro events, non-majors. So, disc, yeah, uh, you're not double counting events. Exactly, uh, only six Euro Tour events outside uh, the continent of Africa. Louis won four. Charles won two, uh, both in Spain. And I, I was thinking, you know, everybody looks at Ustase and swing, right? It might be the best swing. Like him and Scott are always among the top two, three, four swings on tour. Um, I, I think, and maybe this was my own fault, I, I thought Schwartzel, very much ballyhooed uh, amateur career, seemed to be the next big thing, huge breakthrough at the Masters. And then it's like, guys, really since – 2015, like over the last five, they, they just don't win. They don't do anything, uh, but they keep making a lot of money. <laughs> so I guess, you know, that's nice. That was, uh, I'll jump in briefly. Yeah, please. So that's that's the that's the thrust of my case. No, that was exactly where my head was at as well. Uh, I had Louie on my list. I did not go after after Schwartzel. I kept it to a one accusation uh, case here. So, so how about this? Randy takes Schwartzel, you take Louie. And I actually totally. started with Schwartzel, and then as I was going, like, Oh well, shit! Louis like Couple. he hadn't even won another PGA Tour event. Let me let which me. Is sick. That happened to me a lot. One guy led me to the next guy. Yeah, about four times. Where I was like, oh, I think he's overrated, but actually, he's overrated. The main sentence I would like to, uh, I would like the jury to take away here is Louis Ostazen has never won in the United States, straight up. And he's a guy that where I was really coming at, and this has been burning for a while. And I love Louis. I love watching him play golf. I desperately, I think a, a big part of this is I desperately wish that he did win more because I love mm -hmm. watching him. But there was a good period of time where he was just like everybody's pick for all these majors, like three, four years ago, five years ago, where everyone's like, oh, Louis, he's going to be the guy. He's, he, oh, he's for sure going to win this week. And of course, he had a lot of like some close calls. Dude does not win, period. Like, hasn't won in the United States. That's 175 starts on the PJ Tour. Like, they don't really win outside of Africa was the big takeaway I, exactly. I had. 175 starts on the PJ Tour, no wins in America. 299 starts on the European Tour. And I will give nine wins on the on the European Tour for Louis. He finishes in the top 10 25% of the time on the European Tour. And I, I would be, doesn't win outside Africa. It's we'd nuts. be remiss if we didn't mention he lost in a playoff at the Masters as well. He was, like, extremely close Absolutely. to winning the US. But yes. And he's finished runner-up at all four yes, majors. yes. 
And is it some closer than others, but like losing in a playoff? Is it Schwartzel or, or Louis that just wants to ride the tractor? Louis. Yeah, Louis. Which I Louis think that's is, underappreciated. <laughs> I that agree with that. Somebody is, is at the, the one of the best in the world at what they do, and all he wants to do is is you all know, I want to do is race, Daddy. He now, just wants to hang out on the let farm. Let me, but let I think it's little... also probably why he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't win. <laughs> yeah. Is he getting a For bunch sure. of like farm subsidies too? You know, who, who knows? To look Maybe into he's that. making more off those. Uh, let me throw some fodder to my associate Solly. Uh, the last time Louis was outside the top fifty in the world was June twenty fourteen. Even despite hmm. a lot of injuries, despite you know he he has a- hung on and apathy hasn't left the top fifty in the world in what's going on six years uh, with. No wins on the PJ Tour. I, I think. I up. think. Hmm. I, I honestly think nobody gets less from more. Yeah. Than Louis. That's certainly. I, certainly, I like what that. it seems like. <laughs> but which is, still a what if guy. Which, which is, is gotta be so respect. Guy. Guy. If anything, that's that's maybe underappreciated. Well, by many. I, I was gonna say, I total respect. So as as of now, the prosecution rests on on the South Africans. Yeah. I don't know if you had anything else to add. Schwartzel's also Opus Day. Yes, he is. We we witnessed that in person actually, uh, at the uh, at the range players it was it was a sight that was one of the most majestic practice sessions i've ever seen am i up next yeah yeah go for it i think you know i don't want to i don't want to double steal from dj here because i think he's got uh you know i I believe we're gonna have some overlap on this one possibly maybe you didn't make your final three but i think you i believe you called him the poster child for overappreciated or over so i took a book out of a page out of tc's book i I figured everybody would have him on the list and i i opted out all right. Well, I—he's the I, Billy Casper of of overrated guys. Okay. Well, I've got him on my list. Uh, he's got 15 tour wins, either one or five majors, depending where you look. Uh, if you if you look on the World Golf Hall of Fame site, it's five, but according to what actual majors are, it's one. Um, great hair. Great hair. Uh, you know, ladies want to be with him. Men want to be him. Does he wear a glove? He does not wear a glove. What do you think of it? Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, a handsome fella. Is he buddies with Jim Nance? He's buddies with Jim Nance. <laughs> buddies with Michael Jordan and the cat. Uh, he is Fred Couples. The big disclaimer here is I still think he's a what-if guy. The back injuries, I believe, held him back uh, from winning more than 15 times in one major. But I just want to kind of point out other resumes of guys with 15 wins in one major or around that ballpark. Corey Pavin, 15 tour wins in one major, is not in the Hall of Fame. Fred Couples is in the Hall of Fame. Can now, we can we just deton- can we go ahead and let's just do the full detonation? All, detonate the, the Hall of Fame. Nobody cares about the Hall of Fame. But it's bad, but him winning two players, I think, is what got him into the Hall of Fame. Perusing the website last night in research for this, uh, which say what you will about the Hall of Fame, but it was the place I started. Granted, it was to look for overrated guys, but. That was interesting, at least. But yeah, you you made an allusion to he either has one or five uh, majors, and straight up listed on the 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 hall of the fucking like hall of fame <laughs> has the players championship listed as a major. It's like, dude, if you want to be, not. if you're trying to be like the hall of records, like here's what truly matters: integrity of the game. Like you can't just make shit up. <laughs> That's not. That's so stupid. And adding the senior majors. And adding in the there. senior majors. Those it's, are not majors. And that just screams to me, like, man, I'm sure there's a lot of awesome people that work on the Hall of Fame, and like they're probably put in a bad spot by dumb executives. But like, are you building this for fans? Or are you building this for yourselves? And obvious, the obvious answer is you're building it for yourselves. Because no fans. Maybe that's go. why nobody fucking shows up. <laughs> is because you've built it like this shrine to like brands and like 
activations and all these like dumb things that don't Preach matter. It. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that that God that pissed me off yesterday looking at that. I don't know why that triggered me Even so much. Even some of the you some can't of the older guys that are in the Hall of Fame. I'm just kind of like, wait, huh? that guy's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I got one of those okay. too. So, uh, and the busts are terrible too. Just want to just throw one more. The busts uh, are bad. So yeah, Fred Couples. I'm the gonna Bob say Hope, over like the Bob Hope exhibit. Wait, so one one major he won four. He won two players and two players. senior majors that they count. Oh, I didn't know this. They were counting senior majors. Yeah. See that? Oh, yeah. Now you're going to get me So Jack that. Nicholas has like 30 majors or something <laughs> yeah. listed. 30 professional majors, but then also they don't count as US AMs, which he counts as majors. So stupid. Well, so Corey, I mentioned Corey Pavin, 15 tour wins, one major. Same resume. He doesn't have the two players wins, but same resume as Fred Couples and is not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Marco Mira, 16 wins and two majors. He is in the Hall of Fame, but... If if I throw out to a casual fan who's like a who's a more appreciated player, it's Fred Couples over Marco Mira. I would guess that they would answer. Hal Sutton, fourteen wins and a major and a players, no Hall of Fame. Tom Weiskopf, sixteen wins, one major, no Hall of Fame. Tom Kite has nineteen wins in a major and is never talked about in the same way that Freddie is. He is in the Hall of Fame, but he has I would say a better career do than have, Fred Couples. Do you have Elk's number of wins? Yeah, I think he has 17 tour wins. 17 tour wins, two players and a major. Yeah. That sounds literally yeah. like better than Yeah. Is he in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Oh, I would I did, I didn't I should He's, the, he's the logo, not, though, right? Not yet. But so anyway, I'm my, is the point Elk the is logo? allegedly. The point is couples is grouped like Kent is homogeneous in that cat, in that category of those guys and yet is celebrated I think as being a bigger deal in golf than those guys. He's marketable. So, he's in a lot of ads. Listen, he's I can't fault him for any of that, but the Ricky comparison was yeah, I've got no no <laughs> objection to that. Yeah. He was on my short list. I wasn't gonna bring him up here due to the Billy Casper. It was too obvious. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. But no, 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 no. You're doing you're doing a public I, service. I think it's it. worth it's, yeah. it's let's get it out there. He's on gonna the be in the top five. He's in the okay. top five. Yeah. I mean he's probably number one. I think what has kept him in the public consciousness are some of those runs he's made at Augusta. In, totally. Yeah. You know, which we're we're gonna get into his fifties. I think TC's gonna get there. And I have a quick a quick question. I know I just dumped on a very hyper specific thing that the Hall of Fame seems to be doing, but when you hear Hall of Fame, like, do you think it should factor in how famous you are? Yeah, it should matter. It's not the Hall of Very Good. Exactly. And so that's why I always kinda of like I never totally minded having Monty or you know, Fred Couples or those guys in there because I do think it should be a reflection of, you know, who the most famous yeah, players are the most like but the biggest can, factors or biggest it can lead to your game being overappreciated. Absolutely. So, all right, that's my case. Go ahead, Neil. All right, so I I have a um, actually a man near and dear to uh, Tron and Big Randy. He's a he's a KA. Really, a Kappa, Kappa Alpha Order, uh, mm. a fraternity man. Mm. Nineteen PGA Tour wins, two majors. Oh, I know. Who is it? Fuzzy. No, but that's I was gonna I bring Fuzzy up next. I, think <laughs> I was saving him. I think it's Gentle Ben. Oh. TC nailed it. <laughs> Known as the best putter of all time, Gentle Ben Crenshaw. <laughs> uh, and I think it goes to what I said earlier. I think certain guys get overappreciated for a specific skill, and Crenshaw specifically was a horse for the course at Augusta, which I also think uh, a good career at Augusta or a win at Augusta, which will go to my Fuzzy take is. Let's you kind of just ride that for literally 20, 30, 40 years. Just until you say something. Keep really going stupid. on Crenshaw because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to detonate those guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I can help you detonate them. Okay. Crenshaw's PGA Tour playoff record. What do you think it is? 
one and six. Oh and eight. Oh, Whoa. never won a playoff. Other than the two Masters, he won Colonial twice, which is a, a you know a big boy golf course. But otherwise, it's kind of a desert. It's Doral, and then a bunch of tournaments that I don't even know if they exist anymore. Let me give you a couple examples. Well, you got Buick, Anheuser Busch Golf Classic. You won Byron Nelson, uh, Centel Western Open. So that's that's legit. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's Western a big Open was, Ohio was a big Kings Island Open. Oh, oh my gosh, Neil! <laughs> in the heart of um, sorry, man, Mason, right? Mason Kings. Yeah, uh, he he won the Warren Texas Open. Counties. He actually kind of did a ton of damage in Texas at home. So he won the Texas Amateur, I think, four times. Uh, had a great ju- amateur career. But I think another thing that goes into overappreciated guys are guys that kind of fly onto the scene from the start. Had a great career, at Texas. Played great golf as a junior golfer. Like great career at yeah, Texas. Great, I, I know, and that's fair. And, and but, I'm not saying you're understating it, but like he was amazing. I know, and then you hear that a lot. Like, oh, you know, he's a huge Texas alum, and so all of that credit is due. But the pro career, I think, when I went in to look him up, I was like, man, I, I kind of thought this would be a little bit more impressive. Like, other than, I mean, he, he's consistently in the top ten at, at Augusta um, throughout the 80s. But the Open Championship – uh, third T8, T4, didn't really do a ton in the U.S. Open. I guess T4 once. Um, I mean, T3. he had 16 top fives in majors. That seems pretty good. So I, I had Crenshaw on my, my list of people to investigate. He was, And uh, I also want to point out that him. he may but. be on the overappreciated side of his current partnership of Corin Crenshaw. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. You kind of took the air out of the balloon. I was just filling up there. Actually. Well, I think... Oh, I, I was going to say... No, I was going to say body that... Body of work is I took impressive. Him, I took him off the list because he's basically built a arguably even more successful second career for himself, but I can't argue with... I give him credit, and I would, I, again, I want to give him credit for the body of work. He's an impressive individual as if you look at everything, but if we're talking about overappreciated as a golfer... It's basically just like, oh, he's the best putter of all time. Just full stop. Like, let's not like let's not even look into it anymore. I thought, well, that's kind of what they do with Ricky. Uh, yeah, a little bit. And I and I think that Core gets overlooked as. And tell me if I'm wrong. Architecture no, I, gang I, here. Tell me if I'm wrong. Does he get too much credit for the Core and Crenshaw partnership? Is he overappreciated? Who can? It's a team. First of all, who gets team effort? Yeah, you know. So that's my nomination. That's a very. It's I a like compelling it. case. Yeah, I, I feel I'm like partly case. people appreciate Crenshaw. Beyond his, and maybe this is the same argument with, with with couples too, but well beyond even his his architecture, he just seems like such a genuinely just a great guy. I have, yeah, yeah, exactly. I have one more thing to add. There is someone else who thinks that Ben Crenshaw is certainly overappreciated. It is the TSA agent at Hartsfield Jackson International Airport in 2015. Okay, the day after the the Masters Monday, I was I was in Atlanta for the Masters. I wasn't at Augusta. I was leaving to go back to San Francisco. The security line was one of those just righteous scenes where it's wrapping. It's like an obstacle course. It's wrapping around everything, you know, snaking back and forth, switchbacks everywhere. And I see Ben Crenshaw, and he goes to the pre-check line, thinking like, I am not standing in that thing. Goes up, gets the TSA later, and it was a, literally a situation of like, come here, come here, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> go, no, you are not pre-check. You need to go back there. And he stood there, and the TSA lady was, you know, she was taller than him. She was kind of like imposing, imposing on him. And he was like, he just kind of put his head down and walked to the back of the uh, security line. And I tried to line up. I was, I was, I was at the back of the line as well. I was like, oh my god, it's Ben Crenshaw. I was like, damn, he just got completely backed down. Like he's gonna get into the the regular security line with with the yeoman, with me. And I was trying to set it up where we would switch back, and I could give him an NLU koozie. 
but it didn't work out. He was he was like not happy, you know, because I'm sure a guy that's used to flying private and just at Hartsfield Jackson, man, you're just one of the people. So, so well, that changes my whole opinion on the, on the, whole, on the, whole, <laughs> so, case, you know, the whole case you made. So may, maybe underappreciated by the TSA, but she thought he was overappreciated. It's like, I don't know who you are. Get out of here. I'm trying to think of who who maybe does slip through that TSA line. I don't know. You know I mean, what's the cutoff? Tom Gentle Watson, ben Tom Watson get through there? Maybe. I don't know. All right, next up. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. That was I mean, interesting. Neil, had four top tens at the U.S. Open. I might have ruined my case. Damn it. US Open. So I was thinking about Crenshaw. I was like, you know what? This isn't one of my picks, but I just it was just similar. I was like, Justin Leonard is like the off-brand, uh, you know, store generic version. No aspartame, Ben Crenshaw. Of Crenshaw. Kirkland Signature. Right, like storied amateur and, co- and collegiate career. He won one major instead of two. He won. He beat up the Texas Open. I think he won the Texas Open three times. So I don't think he's overappreciated. I just, it was just jarring to see that. First guy is anybody who won the Masters as their only major <laughs> pre like 1995. So then Crenshaw's on the list. No, once is their one only major. Okay. Ian Woosnam. So you got Cody, Tommy Aaron, Gay Brewer. Here goes TC. He's going to get George gonna, Archer, Bob Golby, no. No. Craig Stadler, Larry Mize. No, I don't know Ian which Mike you are. And Fred Couples. And I, I took Art Wall Jr., Claude Harmon, and Herman Kaiser out of that mix because you they won. Herman Kaiser too much. They won pre nineteen sixty, and I don't think they got as much run out of it. But think about the guys like a, a Cootie or a, a Woosnam or you know any of those guys. Every year they've gone back to Augusta and they get so much more face time because of it. And then, you know, it's, it's just, it's like, it's exhausting a little bit. I love where your head's at. I would feel a lot better if you'd pick one of those guys and single them out. Mm. 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 Wasn't Woozy number one in the world he for yeah, a long yeah, time? Yeah. I don't know about a long time, but you, you know what? I'll say Craig Stadler because I think his profile is probably the highest of those guys. And, um, you know, while, and, and this is not a knock on Craig Stadler at all. It's just his well, profile is maybe a little bit higher than his, <laughs> that's the definition of what this is. Than yeah. his accomplishments would indicate, you know? I, I, the this, walrus. That brings up a really good point. I think one thing that goes towards overappreciation is someone with a good nickname. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And the walrus is an example of that. I, I was going to say, I'll get to it next time, but Fuzzy Zeller, just the fact that his name is Fuzzy. Or Bubble, that his nickname is Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. I think that goes a he mile underappreciated in, in branding I and in getting in getting a lot more run. Well, in it, there's another common characteristic uh, is you know pretty good looking, good head of hair, uh, telegenic. I would say people are very very biased yeah. against the bald. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The Neil, bald. Neil, the bald. <laughs> Neil, Neil, you're gonna you're gonna run into that now that you shaved your head. Uh, listen, I've had some. Issues. I went to the store the other day, and it, it was. It's just, yeah, it, it's completely different. You used to just get waved right through TSA. Couldn't get, <laughs> yeah. couldn't get any service. Well, if that's the case, then Crenshaw would have gotten waved through TSA. He's got a great head of hair. Great head. Yeah, that's true. All right, all right. TC, that was interesting as well. Yeah. <laughs> Big guy, second uh, nomination. Okay, when I say best player to never win a major, who do you think of in history? Monty. Yeah. I think of Monty, but I, it's probably not. Yeah, Monty, Ernie, <laughs> Ernie who? Ernie, Ernie who? Ernie Els. He won, he won three. Four. Four. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, what am I thinking? I was thinking Masters. Sorry. 
We can edit that out. Right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no chance. God, I was, bra- I was just like complete lapse. I was oh. say if you were th- if you had masters on. No, the brain, we were talking about masters. Yeah, so I was. Yeah. I thought he meant Ernie Johnson. I was like, I don't think. <laughs> no, that's that's that's. A, listen, I'm gonna own that one. That was a total. Hey, I got blown up. The, the, all the South Africans were. They're like, wait, Tony Jacklin's not South African, dude. And then and then all these Europeans were like, Tron, like Tony Jacklin was. The whole concession thing with Nicholas, like that was Tony Jacklin. Which, listen, I think the whole concession thing was mega overblown. I I think they appreciated. Definitely make a golf course and name it after <laughs> conceding a putt. I got I've been getting lit up for my uh, calling Andy Murray English. He's Scottish. Well, that's a big distinction. I know I messed up, well, but now we, I'm going to get blown saying up for saying Kentucky. Ernie. You're like the best golfer from Kentucky. Well, from no, Kentucky. I should have said British. I, that's kind of what I, and I I got some words conf- matter. I got confirmation yeah. from folks in the UK that he was uh, th- that the weight of the nation was on his shoulders to win Wimbledon. So he's, I heard he's not British, British when he wins. He's Scottish man, when he loses. If you say <laughs> if you say dumb shit on here, people light you up. Oh yeah, it's oh, tough. Part of the that, deal. Yeah. Anyway, that was I just said some dumb shit. So I'm going to get lit up. But I was thinking Masters, just to just to put that out there. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, so Monty, of course, uh, probably best player. Who uh, still playing? Lee Westwood. Lee Westwood. Don't do on, this. He was on my investigation <laughs> list as well. Don't do this. What? Do it. We had our people look into him do as it. well. Lee Westwood is do so overappreciated. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Homeless man's Monty. Like, shouldn't even be in the same... In the, in the same stratosphere First of all, Lee Westwood, as Monty. Lee Westwood has won PGA Tour event. Well, that's the only chink in my armor. But <laughs> Shout here, out to uh, Robert Garrigus, right? Didn't well, he win the year the FedEx the year that Robert Garrigus shit his pants? Yes, he beat Robert Garrigus and big, big Bob Carlson. Yeah. He also won the Freeport McDermott Classic. <laughs> Which we know you love events like that. Well, that, that's, 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 the that's the Zurich. Okay. That's New Orleans. <laughs> Okay, so Westwood, uh, 25 Euro Tour wins. Uh, very good. Honestly, I thought it would be way more than that. Right? I, I thought it was like 40. A gentleman like Monty has won 31 on the Euro Tour. Uh, Monty won the Euro Tour Player of the Year four times, the Order of Merit eight times. Westwood, uh, three time Player of the Year on the Euro Tour, only two time Order of Merit winner. And this is where I think uh, the comparison really bifurcates if you will monty five major runner-ups and heartbreaks we're talking 94 us open lost in a playoff 95 pga lost who, who in a did playoff he lose to in 94 uh <laughs> <Neil>? <laughs> ernie else <laughs> uh the 97 us open he loses by one shot the 2006 us open of course makes double and loses by one shot westwood three major runner-ups in his whole career three major runner-ups so none two, of them. So just two less than Monty. None wow. of them was he within three shots of the winner. Mm. Non-competitive runner-ups. You hate backdoor backdoor moves. He sounds like it's the not necessarily man. a backdoor, and some of them he could have just. A lot of times he was bed. in the front <laughs> door, the and then he kind of slowly backed out the door. Westwood has was ranked number one in the world for 22 weeks total in his career. Some, he's something Monty never accomplished. He's one of two players, along with Luke Donald, your boy TC. <laughs> To be ranked number one and never win a major. Lee Westwood has spent 354 weeks in the official world golf ranking top 10. 354 weeks. Uh, and what does he have to show for it? Two PGA Tour wins. Um, 
you know, three major runner-ups, but not. You know, Randy, you got to remember the guy can't that. putt. I like the way you're going about it, though. You've defined overappreciated as dudes that people consider excellent golfers, but they don't win. That's, yes, that's what I'm getting here. He's been a part of seven Ryder Cup teams, um, and his singles record is two and five in those Ryder Cups. God, his foursome's record is seven, two, and four. This is chicken soup. Well, like he seems to be little leaning little on his partners in that because <laughs> he can't win a singles match. Uh, I think my thesis for Lee Westwood is he is very good, not great. I don't think he deserves to be in the conversation for best player to never win a major. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I think. Oh, no, best current player to not win a major. Who else? Who else would be in that conversation? Uh, like. I don't even know. Uh, I don't know, but it's it. Uh, Hideki, Ricky, 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 Hideki. for sure. Yeah, like pick anybody, like Bryson. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna poke some holes here. Okay, he has four Japan Golf Tour wins. We all I, I appreciate people that play worldwide. He's okay. won the, get the Sumi. Get the air horn ready. He's won the Sumi Tomo Visa Taiheo Masters three people times. Forget about that. And he won the Dunlop Phoenix once, which is Dunlop Phoenix times? essentially is is like a WGC. To me, yeah, he went back to back to back. He went <laughs> to, to first, you first of all. <laughs> to, to oh, man, no, it is not. <laughs> yeah, like, it is. No. Hall of Fame. I mean, that's he won the he won the Sumitomo Masters '96, '97, and '98. He, he wins like the Joburg Open and shit like that all the time. The fact yeah. that you're leading with I, leading I with what this, that's supposed on, to prove. Hold on. Yeah, he won the Ned Bank. Ned Challenge. Bank, that's the one I'm thinking of. Are you like just reading his back. Wikipedia? There's I, like I four, went through it all myself. It's like 14 people in the Ned Bank. He's won it like six times. Hold on. Hold on. Like, I read it all last night. He's got eight Asian tour wins. Uh, this is the point, I yeah. think. Hold you're on. making the point. You're, you're, you're self-running yeah. yourself. Is, is there right a point? Now. What are we getting he to? He has 19 top tens in majors. Again. He has five, has never really five top tens in players. Like, he's, he's an exceptional player. His longevity has been, has been, you know, I mean, he's, he's been on the block since, like, would, 97. He's not exceptional. <laughs> He's been on the block for 20 years. If he was exceptional, right. he'd be that, exceptional. That was my whole thesis. Yeah. Good, not great. Uh, it's all longevity. It's counting stats. I, is he that appreciated, though? Yes. Yes. And people is, rattle him off as, like, the best player to never win a major. And I think that he... Uh, he is. In right. your very, initial reaction, right when I said Le, Lee Westwood, was like, no. Very similar no. to Louis. There was a good chunk of time, which thankfully has passed, where same thing. Tuesdays of majors, Wednesdays of majors. Gonna oh win? my God, Lee Westwood's going to win. It's like, have you guys not been watching? <laughs> yeah. No, he's not. Are, are you kidding sick. me? He's a basketball player that's chasing the triple doubles. Chasing the triple double. I mean, he's the baseball sure. player who had a <laughs> 21-year career and hit 280 no, he's, he's and just, just compiled that's, a lot of numbers. He's Fred, he's Fred McGriff. Out of long, longevity. To be clear, he's obviously played most of his golf in the European Tour, but he's made 239 career PGA Tour starts. That's not a small amount also. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's won, he, he, A, he won the FedEx St. Jude Classic wearing a UPS logo. That's that sick, was, too. That was sick. That's sick. He's I led to some overappreciation. But he might be overappreciated. Robert Carlson also won that event, I believe, right? I know he had his runner-up. Maybe he's him and Lee Westwood are on similar footing. No, because Robert Carlson hasn't won thir- 25 times on the Euro Tour. To your to your point, Randy, I think obviously the the Westwood and Monty thing of their dominance on the European Tour and inability to win on the PGA Tour is glaring. It's glaring. Like you can't be that dominant on the Euro Tour and tell me that means that much if you also can't win on the U.S. Tour. Yes. Thank you. He won twice on the U.S. Tour. In 239 starts, like... 
That's a, that's a lot of starts. A lot of starts. How many Do you want to get on fee now for winning once in one forty? How many of those are majors over a over a? He's got half as many three years span. That's that's almost a hundred of those are majors. Half as many wins as Ben Curtis, and infinitely less majors than Ben Curtis. The limit does not exist. So compelling case. You're DJ. A sick guy. All right, <laughs> we're going way off the reservation on this one. Free your mind. You're gonna love my next one. Not not to be. Uh, Constrained by any any labels that we're talking about here. It is a golf person. <laughs> Born February 10th, 1945, near Philadelphia. Uh, got into the game. His uncle was a, a golf course architect. His uncle, George. The Foz. No, <laughs> the Foz? The Foz is exactly correct. Uh, of course, TC knows. Oh, Uncle George? <laughs> That's the Foz, for sure. Tom Fazio is, is on my list. Uh Let's figure out where to... Let's set up the, the bona fides here, first of all. Um, more than 200 courses to his name. That doesn't, I don't even believe, include all the redos. Thrice been named Golf Digest's best modern-day golf architect. Um, in the... Wait, that, that's not like a yearly thing. That's just best modern architect, and they just uh, name apparently it. Apparently, they gave it to him three times. Yeah, I, listen, I don't, we're going we're gonna to maybe poke some holes in some of Golf Digest's methodologies. Let's go into the Golf Digest 2019-20 uh, best golf courses in the United States. How many courses do we think the Foz uh, originals in the United States? What year? This year? Uh, this 2019-2020, best in the United States, top 100. 14. Yeah, I was going to guess in the teens, 16. Uh, fantastic guess. It's 13. 13 that the Foz has to his name in the United States. Uh, as... Many golf wonks will uh, know. Golf Magazine just completely revamped its uh, process of how it names its t its world top 100. Anyone care to guess? And granted, that 13 was in the United States, but Four now. how many in the world does uh, in the Golf Magazine rankings does the Foz have? That's that's kind of apples and oranges. It is very much apples Six. and oranges, but I would think that I would say three in the world. Two. Four. Zero. Zero. The Foz's highest rankings in the new. Golf Magazine, uh, he has two, which are listed in alphabetical order, not even... Uh, Why is it apples to oranges? One's US the world, world and one is okay. the U.S. What are but, those two? And uh, Shadow Creek and... Shadow Creek, or no, Wade Hampton and Congaree both made the the next best 50. But in alphabetical order? In alphabetical Ooh, order. That's when you know they're, you know... Now, maybe if you want to get cheeky, you can list him as a, a co-designer of places like Pine Valley and Augusta National. I think that would be disingenuous at best. Uh, but golf, golf Mag really really cleaned it up. Golf Mag really cleaned it up. Whereas packing. Golf Digest on on this, uh, I didn't look at their World Top 100. It was hard to find or navigate the website. But <laughs> on their U.S. Top 100, they had uh, they had him listed as an architect on Pine Valley, Augusta, Oakmont, Riviera, Oak Hill, Spyglass, and Monterey Peninsula's Shore Course, which Jeez. I know. He's the name that comes to mind when you think of all of those places. Um, He's just pissing on everything. They had him, uh, Wade Hampton at number 25, Shadow Creek at 26, The Ocean Club at number 31, Gauzer Ranch 32, Victoria National 43, Butler National, which he did with his Uncle George, uh, at 47, Dallas National 65, The Estancia Club at 70, The Quarry at La Quinta 77, Hudson National 81, Diamond Creek 90, Spring Hill Golf Course uh, I believe it was 91, and the Preserve Golf Course, uh, 96. None of those carried over into the the new revamped golf magazine list, which I thought was... 
was Expose charred. him. And again, it's apples and oranges, but you would think that, you know, where, where I'm getting at to, to, to tie a, a bow on this is when you really, uh, if you gave people a list of names, casual golf fans, a list of random names, and you said circle the golf course architect, Tom Fazio, I got to believe, is going to be the name that, that gets circled the most. And I feel like I, I have this uh, conversation many, many, many times with people, TC, yourself included, where it's kind of like, okay, the Foz is, you know, he's he's prolific. No one can can deny that. And his, his golf courses are like very good. But what's his best one? And it's always turns into like, ugh, yeah, I don't really Why know. Why are you looking at me? Like I'm the one who... I talk about this all the time. No, I know. Like, I'm, from I'm, the no, other, no, no, from like your standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, okay. I was, okay. I'm looking for after you got detonated by Randy. No, exactly. I thought I'm I looking thought for community was, here. I, th- I thought you were saying I was saying no, the no, exact no. opposite. I mean, no. I just wrote an article in Golfer's Journal about how Fazio is like the proprietor of the Cheesecake Factory. Exactly. And do you want to unpack that at all? Well, I, I you know, if you're an art person, he's like the Thomas Kincaid oh. of <laughs> golf course architecture. Sure. So just kind of a period piece. Nobody's better at growing grass and doing like growing grass, drainage, the technical elements of the job. And probably giving clients what they want. Exactly. Part of it is like, yo, like these clients didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, he gave them exactly what they wanted and you know, and and did it probably over budget. Here's where I think he's most overappreciated is which is there is a group of guys where this th- this thing actually matters, and Fazio's not in in this group. Which is, hey, do you want to go play blah blah blah? It's a Foz. Like, and people will say that as like, hey, that's a great thing. That's a Fazio exactly. course. Like, you it's should a, go. You should play all of them. It's a good one though. It's a good. No, not even that. It's like, oh yeah, it's a Fazio. Like they got a new Fazio course there. Ooh, that's which means out. absolutely nothing to me. Like there might be some okay ones, but. The, if you said there's a new core Crenshaw course there, I'd be like, let's go play it. I'm going to see what they did uh, there. Another Jack. guy that I think has benefited from an interesting name. The I Foz, think that's exactly right. right. Oh, Fazio. Tom Fazio it's, sounds it's very it's sounds like, uh, exotic kind of name. Sounds elite. I'll give Fazio a bone. I think Fazio is a far better architect than Reese Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Had him on my. You didn't unpack well, the cheesecake but... take though. Well, I, it's not first journal piece. It's not bad. I you're, wouldn't even call Fazio bad. You're never gonna have it's a not, bad meal not there. I know. No, no. Yeah. I'm saying Reese Jones. I would say. But it's like, like two months later, you're not gonna remember what you had. It's like I I can go over to Pablo Creek next week and can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I can. I can go over there. I can rave about the conditioning. I can remember three or four holes every time I play it. I can't remember the rest of the course. It's just a bunch of medium-length par fours that run together with a bunch of big dra- menu you know, drainage basins. And that's exactly where I'm at. This is not not meant to be woke architecture guy. It's not meant to be any of that. It's the point is, uh, I think Mr. Nicholas and Mr. Fazio have, to your point, Sally, benefited more from the like quote unquote signature design yes. than anybody else. Just and right place, I just right time. Don't think that the uh, the output, as you're seeing a lot of them, you know, be redone or blown up or whatever. Uh, yeah, I just don't think the output uh, really matches the the panache. But the comfort stations, yeah, we can debate that on another another pod. Very good one. That was Thank good. I, I didn't know we were going outside of players, but that, that's that's well done. It works. I, I did. Then I realized it was overappreciated golfers. So I, it's a little right. disingenuous, that's maybe. Okay. But he plays golf though. Play it fast, exactly. <laughs> And he loves he loves Chablis. <laughs> I am expecting to gain no fans with my next one. Mm. Mm. It pains me. Mm. It hurt. Mm. 
it was more and more damning the more I uncovered. Mm. Okay, you're a real beauty. Yeah, <laughs> you know that? I am. Three PGA Tour wins, twenty-two career top tens. He only had 122 career starts. He's remembered very fondly. Anthony Kim. It's Anthony Kim. Wow. He's remembered very fondly I by American golf fans. Well. I think it uh, because of the Ryder Cup situation. You think that has a lot to do Ryder with Ryder Cup, the swag, bell Colin buckles. Tiger T dub, the bell buckles, the Nike sponsorship. He was the he MDMA. was marketed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was marketed. He won twice in two thousand and eight, um, and then won once more in twenty ten. Twenty two career top tens. Remember that number as we get uh, kind of go through um, so after he comes out hot, he only has nine total top tens uh, his next three years after the two win season. He never made the tour championship after 2008, so was never in the top 30 before the last event of the year, um, other than the year he won twice. That could have been a protest of the FedEx Cup. So we're going to do a quick little comparison, okay? 122 Please. career starts, again, 22 top 10s. Okay. Uh, this person had, in his first 126 starts, had uh, 33 top 10s. Who might that be, a young American player? Well, you're staring <laughs> so intently at me, so Ricky I, I got to think it's Ricky. Um, How many wins in that period? Uh, Ricky had, uh, in his first 147 starts, he had as many wins as AK had in 122. So 25 extra starts, but that's what how long it took him to get to three wins. Uh, in JT's first 113 starts, which is less than AK's whole career, he won nine times. That's a lot. JT has 12 <laughs> wins and 145 starts. But how many full fields? Um, only 23 more starts than AK and nine more wins. Spieth won 11 of his first 119. Spieth's a goat, though. <laughs> you got to remember. Bryson won five of his first 100. Bryson? Oh, God. Right? I almost put Bryson in the overappreciated. <laughs> would not. I would have to unsubscribe would, from that. Yeah, there would, there would be some fighting going on. So here's, a, here's another, another one. A, a guy still playing, still a top player in the game. He won three times in his first 114 starts and had 25 top 10s. He's an American. He's in his mid-30s now. Uh, played on several Ryder Cup teams. Has DJ. won a major. Webb Simpson. My case, Anthony Kim is essentially Webb Simpson with swagger. My call. Nobody has ever like, oh, God, if we still had Webb Simpson. You know, No one would say that about Webb Simpson, but their records are I, extremely similar. I think that might even be offensive to Webb Simpson. It might I was going to say, I think you're giving him way too I'm much I'm talking credit. about start to the career. I'm not even talking oh, about once okay. you get to a major. Yeah, okay, I mean, this okay. is pre-Webb winning a major. Um, but, yeah, his first 114, 25 top 10s, three wins. So I love the case. I mean, case. I, listen, nobody loved the guy more than me. I don't even really actually remember him that well. I just, the idea of him is great. And the, the record doesn't match up. He was not Spieth. He was not JT. He was not Bryson. He was not even Ricky. He was essentially Webb coming out. And Webb's had an excellent career. But uh, I think people think of Anthony Kim more in the Spieth and JT bucket. I would say overappreciated could go along with what if. Because Anthony Kim was... The great what if. The great what if. But it speaks to the well, personality the and, the, com and coming on the scene hot is really a factor the, in the over. There's two sides to the what if also. True. Every, you know, exactly. It's the what? guard thing. But it it could have got a lot worse. You True. know, the what if was not just like, oh, if he would have stayed healthy, he would have done all these things. Like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe like, would His game wasn't, off. it was not extremely extremely polished yeah you know what i mean it was explosive it, yes ex very explosive that's a great term he's like one of those uh those wide receivers that 
you know, he's raw, but he ran, he just ran a four two seven at the combine. Darius Haywood Bay. Martavius <laughs> Bryant. <laughs> That's pretty Ted, good. Ted Ginn. Uh, Ted Ginn had a long career though. Ted Ginn True. stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Most All right. overrated receiver. Ted Ginn's uh, college highlight tape God, does not stink. Every fantasy, he's always just a boomer bust guy. Anyway, all right. Great um, case. I have a few I have, I got a few options. <laughs> what are we feeling? He's got to feel out the room a little bit, okay? Um, I'm going to stick with, with what I mentioned earlier just because I brought up Fuzzy Zeller. Um, and the case is he's a two-time major winner. Both majors were won in a playoff. And he was crowned a bit. He won the 1984 U.S. Open in the playoff over who? We don't know who the guy is yet, so I don't know. No, I said Fuzzy, Fuzzy Zeller. Zeller. Oh, sorry. Uh, what year was this? Sorry. I think you said because you said Oh, Fuzzy. 77. That's my 1984 70? U.S. Oh, Open. Oh, no. Where oh, was it played? Masters. Um, I think it was played at Wingfoot or Shinnecock. I don't know. I can't. I'd have to look it up. But we went over it in a past podcast. Ray Floyd? No. Uh, shark. Oh, oh, right. The shark. Sure. So the shark kind of... Came back to the field, kind of crowned him. He was the uh, he was the Saturday leader, and then at Augusta, nineteen seventy nine, it was the Ed Snead incident. Exactly. God. So he was six strokes behind. Uh, it was also Fuzzy Zeller's first Masters appearance. I think another guy who got a lot of run out of coming back to Augusta year after year. That's what. Year. So that's what I'm getting at. One, he he kind of got crowned with the majors, so he was kind of right place, right time. Really interesting name. See my oh Fuzzy's on the leaderboard. You know, definitely got some burn out of that. Turned into a vodka mogul. Va- yes. Uh, also, um, you know, known for his one-liners. Known, known say, for his how personality. Would you, how would you rate his scripted comedy career? Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> uh, but I would also say got some some run out of that. Like, oh, that's Fuzzy being fuzzy. But he's you know he's great. He's a great player. Great. Like uh, you got to understand. Yeah, like know, he's uh, one of the best guys out he's here. Just having some fun. He just misjudged the room there. He thought he was safe at Augusta to make blatantly racist comments. Uh, total of P- ten PGA Tour wins. I just that's not a lot. That's not a lot. It's not a lot. And I think I would have taken the over. He he comes onto the scene, wins his first Masters, and again, kind of just rides that into maybe not a great sunset. Technically, he won three majors because he won the senior PGA. Oh, okay. Is Fair he enough. in the Hall of Fame? Uh, good question. He also Is, won the Skins game. What's the criteria twice. when you add a second major? Is there? I know it's like. I thought it was supposed to be like fifteen wins and and one major. One major. I don't think. I also or on his Wikipedia or page. Or I need to watch myself. Major and players. Right? Uh, he he filed a defamation lawsuit against Joseph Sinley and Associates. Looked like somebody put something in his Wikipedia page that wasn't <laughs> true, coming from their computers. Uh, it suggested that he committed acts of uh, alcohol, drug, and domestic abuse. And, uh, yeah, they settled out of court. I didn't know you could sue someone for that. So, hopefully, I'm just saying overappreciated, nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> that's you going to get sued? That's, that's my nomination. <laughs> I just said, you know. That's a, that's a good I, I would not have guessed I caution months. all of you to agree with me. I've heard some good stories, like, that go beyond the – Oh, ha, ha, this guy used to just get shit-faced and tell jokes. Like, some good, interesting stories about Fuzzy. All right, next up, TC. Oh, man, there's a lot of different directions I can go with this one. Um, gosh, aren't there just two? Yeah, I still don't understand how you... <laughs> how do you come up with these lists? <laughs> oh, there's there's many, many directions. He's a thematic guy. There's eight different kids from the 14 <laughs> to 15-year-old drive chip and putt All thing right. that I want to talk about. Well, yeah, that, I didn't even get in. I didn't even think about that, DJ. All right, we're going to do it here. This guy was born in 1950 in Evanston, Illinois. 
He was a greenskeeper for a while. Gonna need a little more. He's won the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Is it Bill Murray? Bill Murray. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go on the pro or the am side. Has anybody ever gotten more fucking mileage out of golf before than Bill Murray? I love this. I'm That's so a good, here for That this. is really good. I'm so here for I mean, this. He's a golfer. He I, is 100% overappreciated I wanna, in the golf world. That's a fantastic take. As long as we're talking about Bill Murray the golfer. Yeah. I think Bill Murray the actor is still underrated. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Which, yeah, I think he, he's become so overappreciated in his golf stuff that it's overshadowed. He's think, like this zany clown on the golf course. I think that might be the best case we've heard so far. That's Say no more, TC. That's I really, think, I think really, you get full really buy-in from the squad. That is that is great. That's great. It's I've said this a bunch on on the pod. I know, but when you're at Pebble and he's going around doing his thing, like people are so into it. I know how nails on the chalkboard it is on the telecast and how like grading it is, but people legitimately love it. I get why tournament directors love having him out. I don't I don't know if you guys saw any of that. At, like I guess that was just the media day in Charleston, but like. Oh, Solly saw it firsthand. Oh, he people, just detonated me. Well, that was sick. But no, people lose their shit when he's around. They do. Yeah, which, like, if you go through that for your whole life, I think it kind of turns you into Definitely. something. And he was just not up for it. I wanted to ask him some questions on camera. Which that is, is a question. It's a media day. Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. have to be on. Right? Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, then he did the same thing to the local news station, like, yeah. 15 minutes after. He did that to me once when I was working at the tour as well. I was asking him for just, like, a dumb, like, Instagram do you think it's thing. a test? Do you, like, do you think he's looking for somebody to well, like the, punch back or alpha him a little I bit? I don't know. In the moment, I'm like, God, that sucks. Like, I like he's like my favorite actor, and he just like bodied me. And then I looked at it again. And I was like, Man, imagine being like super famous. Like, would you want to be on like someone you don't know's Instagram? Like, no, probably not. So, okay, I, I understand. Kind of get that. I 100 percent think he's. But weren't you doing it on behalf of the PGA Tour? For sure. I don't know that he really was yeah. interested in grasping the context of of the request all right final round big randy oh final round God, that's okay a good one. my final guy is, is a greenskeeper by the way or caddy are you talking about Carl caddyshack Speckler. he was talking Carl about caddyshack <laughs> i thought he was an actual greenskeeper for <laughs> what a world i thought he was a caddy uh my final guy is a 35 year old american he's been ranked number one in the world for 91 cumulative weeks fifth all time only trailing tiger Greg Norman, Rory, and Nick Faldo. DJ? DJ. Mm. Mm. My I'm thesis. I'm ready. How could the greatest player of all time be? That's <laughs> the, I'm so glad you said that because that's, <laughs> that's my exact thesis is if we're to accept that DJ at one time. On this one shot. On one shot in a singular moment in time is the greatest one, player of all time. Hole, at least. Well, I would say one person has is. I wouldn't say if we are to accept that. <laughs> well, my whole case is right now, at this instant, right now, DJ's the most overappreciated golfer, maybe of all time. Based on what? Based on one major, four runner-ups, uh, three of those pretty non-competitive runner-ups. You have the 2011 British, the 2019 Masters, and PGA, where, you know, it was just to be kind clear, of backdoor. 11 British was competitive. He hit a... Ball OB on 14 that basically cost him the tournament, I think. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Uh, guy feasts on only a handful of courses, which, TC, I know you don't like that in your golfers. You'd like to see him win on a wide variety he of He likes tracks. it when it fits his argument. He also plays internationally. <laughs> Agreed. Though. Played well, you know, uh, won in Saudi Arabia. You guys know that. 
TC's a globalist. My, the, the, the thrust of my case uh, comes down to, you know, if, if we look at his company, I, I found the rank number one in the world for 91 weeks. Uh, like, let's just look at his company. Nick Faldo is directly ahead of him. Faldo was ranked number one in the world for 97 weeks. Uh, he, of course, has six majors. Rory has been ranked number one in the world for 101 weeks in his career. Of course, has four majors. I, I think, honestly, I think DJ's heading, if there's, like, he's the Greg Norman. You know, Norman was ranked number one for 331 Why weeks in his career. Why are you saying Greg Norman was, I mean, if we're talking about this, Greg Norman's got his own wine label and design business. I don't see Dustin Johnson having any of that. No, no. I mean, I, I think, you know, he just doesn't have, he, he's going to have, again, he's a, he's a guy that's gotten so you less make, out of maybe the most talent. You wanted uh, to make this personal. Yeah, I, I just think if, if, if we're going to keep harping on him being the greatest player of all time. Again, not we. <laughs> we, we need to accept that he's also probably the most overappreciated guy, uh, maybe of all time as well. I, I thought about that one. I couldn't. I didn't know where I landed on that, other than like I, I think we almost underappreciate his talent, but also yeah, his his the fact that he's only won one major is so. There's there's good. an argument to be made on both sides of that coin because I think we brought him up as underappreciated, like you said, Sully, for the just the sheer amount of talent he has, and you almost forget about it. Yeah, and his longevity. But I think Brand makes a strong won, case for overappreciated. I mean, 20, 22 top five, or t- sorry, 22 top 25s in majors out of 42. Seems pretty good. I'm looking I'm looking for more wins, though. Like, at some point, you got to win. Hey, he's only... Talking uh, only only majors, because he does win elsewhere. He's only 35. What about your only boy? Only on select tracks. What about so. your boy Mickelson? He didn't win his first major until he was how, how old? 33. 33. So DJ's, you know... DJ could He's be right, right there. there behind him. That's and and the problem I, is still kind of went on a tear after if, that. It, and if we want to do this pod again in three years, I will happily, you know, walk back my take if he wins three or four more majors. Do you, do you have anything to say about the 18th hole, the 72nd hole at Oakmont? Uh, that's where I I would give him not. I don't think it's necessarily one shot. It could be one shot many different times, but I think over that one hole for sure, you could give him that whole hole. Yeah, he was that's, the greatest. That's the greatest hole ever played. <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> no response. Case closed. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't even know if it's a bit anymore. I'm like, what the? F-? No, that's cool. I mean, one of the, maybe the most talented guy of all time. That's what he can point to. He played one really exceptional hole of golf. That's you know, he won the tournament too. <laughs> well, yeah, played 72 but, exceptional holes of golf. Yeah, 71 exceptional holes and and so that's cool. One outstanding hole. He won one tournament, so I think he's a little overappreciated. Next that's topic. You're a sick guy. No, it's a, it's a good, it's a good one. Um, all right, <clears throat> stick with me on this one. I'm, I'm going to have some explaining to do. But uh, May always he was, a good sign. He was born May 27th, 1912, okay. uh, in Ashwood, Virginia. Is he still with us? Sam Sneed. Sam Sneed. Mm-hmm. It is. I know where you're going with this. It is it's going. Safe. It's it's the major or not? Sorry, it's the it's the PGA Tour wins record yep. is what we're really going after here. And the reason we're fighting on behalf of my client, Tiger Woods, who has been put into a unfair race uh, for the last five years of his career here, trying to catch this Sam Snead wins record, which is a tough scene. Does when Tiger you, when give a shit about it. that, though? No, but the point is, like, that's what's kept Sam Snead kind of in the appreciated 
context. Sam Snead, fantastic player. Uh, 141 professional wins, uh, including seven majors. And Randy's thesis, he's the best player of all time. Nothing to... Guy just uh, wins. Could be. Nothing to sneeze at, certainly. He's always looking for a game. He's a fantastic player. What we're hyper-focused he, he on... He feasted during wartime, though. <laughs> <laughs> what we're hyper-focused on here, much like... Uh, Bill Murray, the golfer, instead of Bill Murray, the actor, is this PJ Tour wins record, which it's really through no fault of his own that he's been attributed uh, these victories. But uh, in his his 82 PJ Tour wins that has stood for the last however many years since they kind of cooked this up uh, as the gold standard on the PJ Tour, uh, included in those are five four ball wins where he just had a partner, uh, <laughs> three 36 hole wins. One 18-hole win, and four uh, wins at the Palm Beach Round Robin. What is the Palm Beach Round Robin, you may ask? Let me uh, pull up that Wikipedia page. The field consisted of 15 players. They would play... They would play <laughs> Sounds seven, like the Hero World Challenge. They would play seven rounds... In Those f- don't count for Tiger. They would play seven rounds in five threesomes, a total of 126 holes. A player earned or lost points on each hole in match play style based on his score versus two opponents for that round. So you got a plus one for every hole you won and a minus one for every hole you lost. And I guess at a, after 126 holes, he added up who had the the most pluses and minuses, and that was your champion. So anyways, four of his wins were those. And so that's just a very cursory glance at, at this uh, the events that were included in this. But Tiger... He could only play the schedule he could play, though. For sure, but... But he's overappreciated because of it. Due to some people in in a, a research room who I, th- you can dig into this, but I think the tour has been pretty open about like, yeah, when we had to, a lot of these weren't official PJ tour victories because the PJ tour didn't exist back then. So we had to just kind of go through the records and pick like, I guess that one's good. That one's not good. That one counts. That one doesn't count. And Which so if the Palm beach round Robin counted, what didn't count? Exactly. And that's where my whole thesis here is like, we, we need to just, Call Cat the winningest player in the history of the PGA Tour and, and be done with it. And until that happens, I, I won't rest. Uh, Sneed also I'm, has a food and beverage establishment at our local Jacksonville airport. Exactly. Yeah, I guess that, you know, that could And he designed Jack's well. Peach. <laughs> and he possibly designed parts of Jack's Another Peach. Another example of the Masters, the first tee shot uh, kept him. Yeah. You know his name very seven, top of mind. I mean, seven majors. He's, seven, yeah. Listen, seven majors for a young big. golfer though. Like I think the, oldest player to win the, on the PGA maybe Tour. Maybe the best swing. Not yeah. to say yeah. it wasn't. Well, I'm not saying it wasn't deserved that so, he got the honorary first tee shot, but it just it kept it kept him top of mind. Yeah, definitely. So is he one of the all time greats? Absolutely. Is the wins record kind of bullshit? Yes. Love it. All right, I'm just going to name this next one, and I'm going to ask a question along with it. It's Chichi Rodriguez. Oh, okay? you <laughs> took my last one. Damn it. We're on the same wavelength here. Yeah, we are. Never mind. I'm changing mine. Uh, <laughs> you can't p- you, you can yeah. answer this then. How many PGA Tour wins for Hall of Famer Chichi Rodriguez? He's a Hall of Famer? Yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Like and this nine. Is eight. Close. Oh. He has eight. No majors. Seven other wins worldwide. It wasn't even like a worldwide win thing. He has 15 Champions Tour wins. He got in the Hall of Fame when he was 57. Laney didn't get until he's 59. Four. Top tens and majors total. Best finishes <laughs> T6 and T10. Augusta Laney won Open. 21 times and a major and didn't get into his 59. Chichi Rodriguez got in when he was 57. So let me, it, it, we're, go we're, ahead. Sorry. We're putting the fame in Hall of Fame here. I, I yes, honestly don't know. Like they don't on the website, they don't like profile as to why somebody, the records is why they got in. I, I would like to add to that. Okay. He's the first Puerto Rican to be put in the 
PGA Tour Hall of Fame, and it fits the rags-to-riches story for the PGA. Guy grew up with absolutely nothing, went into the armed services, we used to play golf as much as he could whenever he got days off. Just, you know, the, the whole storyline for mm-hmm. the PGA is just, you couldn't, it's like made for TV. Plus, he was on um, a Devo record as well. Yeah, plus the nickname, so feeds into my nickname theory. Yep. And it feeds in, like, he was, you know, always... With the sword. He's always jousting on the greens. So it's... it's I, the, I was going to say, no disrespect to Mr. Rodriguez. No disrespect to anyone. He's about to disrespect him. <laughs> there's a lot of people that if you ask, like, who's a golfer from the 70s or the 60s, they'd be like, oh, what was that guy? Chichi? Chichi Rodriguez? You know, like, they would know who he was because of the antics and not because of the golf game. I think that's... Chichi's, like, one of the first golfers I ever knew. Exactly. Yeah. Because he was on TV in the you know late '80s, early '90s. I would have guessed he won 28 times based on his profile. This so is, that was but he did win 22 times on the senior tour. Like that's, I thought it was 15 times on the senior tour. 15 uh, Champions Tour wins is what I have. I mean, his uh, okay. 1987. No, I got 22 senior PGA Tour wins. Oh, I got that wrong. You're right. You're his, right. His 1987 campaign on on the senior tour was incredible. Just incredible. You know what his his senior tour Playoff record was one, one in seven. Yeah, not a killer. Anyways, that's, that's a my, really good one. That's my case. Luckily, I have a backup. Okay. Do you ever see the video of him uh, getting hit in the crotch by that ricochet? Yeah, oh, that's oh, the greatest. It's an all timer. <laughs> we'll share that. We'll share yeah. that. And, and for the listen, we it is Hall of Fame and yeah. famous golf. Like so, yeah. cool. But overappreciated. Yeah. Overappreciated. Yeah. Okay. Currently number seventy-one in the official world golf rankings. Hmm. Of other players that are below at in the top 100, how many other people have their own podcast? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! Uh, actually, more than you think, because like Pepperell has one, yeah. Tony Fino has one. I I thought it was just Rory. So I should have done some research. Max Homa, <laughs> wow. overappreciated by everybody in this room as well. You starring, know, you know who you are. Starring in the the acclaimed NLU series, Strapped, has his own podcast, getting just blown up all the time on social media. Cover coming of, up on my feed cover all the of time. Golf Digest coming, yeah. Cover a golf digest coming up on my feed, roasting people's swings. What he's won once. He's won one time. <laughs> one time. Jeez, lost his tour card. He's won one time. Talk about getting some mileage. It's unbelievable. Overappreciated. Three, three wins on the the Corn Ferry Tour. He's overappreciated. NCAA champion. Pac-12, Pac-12 champion. champion. Listen, amateur career. We're talking professional careers here. So if anything, he's he's underachieved versus his talent. That's level. what I'm saying. It goes yeah. to Randy's theory as well. He's yeah. completely un- overappreciated, and we're guilty of it. And we need to we need to knock it off. Wow. Max Homa, That's, thank you. Neil. I can't believe you go there. That's disgusting. I should not case. subscribe. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, absolutely detonate our podcast rival. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> All right, a couple different directions I can go with this one. <laughs> TC, I want you to take the most unpopular stance you possibly can. No, I, I thought about a way to say like, oh, I mean, is cat overrated? Is you know, or overappreciated, all that kind of stuff. He's not. I looked, tried to blow up a woman. Female. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't find any because none of the females are overappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. which got binders full of women. He was. <laughs> um. You know, like I was like, all right, like Lexi, let's dive in there. Lexi's won. She's good. A lot. She's won a major. 
um, all the women in the Hall of Fame, like they're they're all pretty deserving. And and um, you know, actually going back to the what if, I I I didn't realize Lorena Ochoa only won two majors. You know, maybe I'm over appreciating her, kind of in that in that AK vein. I kind of wanted to go, thought about doing Greg Norman, uh, thought about doing Sergio. I did I did as well. But the guy that I just keep coming back to, because I, th- I think he I think he stinks, is Hunter Mahan. <laughs> like I wanted to do didn't, didn't see you know, that I, one. okay. <laughs> I, I I thought about Ken Venturi too, because Ken Venturi, you know, one major, um, got a ton of mileage out. He was kind of the reverse of the Johnny Miller. Like, yeah. you know, people forgot how good Johnny was. Like people really looked more fondly upon Venturi's career. You know, I wanted to do Ricky, and then the more I kept coming at Too Ricky, obvious. I was like, man, like, like Hunter Mahan is, he's made so much money. All like, the money. Golf boy, friendly fire. He was a golf boy. He had all these sponsorships and all that. For what? Monster why? Energy drinks, I believe. Why? Like, why? Oh, why? Oh, oh, oh. So... That's you know. So what? what? What's well, so, his resume? So yeah, wait, yeah, lay out what, the resume. Yeah. So he's thirty-seven years old now too. So his, his career's getting to be pretty fully baked. Um, wait, DJ's thirty-five, and we're oh, we're no. saying who, who do you when think it's convenient. Uh, come who do you, on, DJ's who do you think's been trending? Number in one the, in the world, like here in the last twenty-four months. I, I would side with TC that I think Hunter Mahan and Dustin's careers are trending in opposite directions right now. I'll have you know, DJ hasn't won in the United States since uh, June of twenty eighteen. Okay. <laughs> it's like under two years. Yeah. All right. He, he was a Texas State high school golf champion, 1999 U.S. Junior AM champion. Uh, went to USC, transferred to Oklahoma State. I didn't know that. I think a lot of these Oklahoma State guys. There's a there's a there's a a whiff of overratedness permeating from Oklahoma State. They come out come out with a lot of cachet. They're you, like Ohio State quarterbacks. You could say Peter <laughs> Peter Uline. Potentially overrated. Maybe they're like Wisconsin running backs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Mayhan turned professional in 2003. His first PGA Tour victory was in 2007 at the Travelers Championship. That lifted him into the top 100. He has top tens in all four major championships. So, give him credit for that. His sponsors include Under Armour, Titleist, Ping, BioSteel, NetJets, FootJoy, Clubface Golf, RBC, and Ace Hardware. Like, you guys remember those Ace Hardware commercials he was in? And it was right as his career just like tanked. That Ace I think the worst thing he ever did was didn't he uh, WD as a 36 hole leader one time? Because Canadian wife, Open. I feel like he's never yeah. been the same since then. That's true. Um, Why did he WD? I think his wife was, like, was going, going into labor. Birth. Yeah. Canada. Which I, I don't knock him, but I feel like since then he was on such a heater. He was a like. world beater then. Yeah. Like, not in the majors necessarily, but like he won a, he, he was a prolific winner. Yeah. He made Ryder Cup teams, all that. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, he was so, like, you know, counted as this, like, top 10 marketable player in the world, and I just don't think he had, I don't think he had the resume. That's, that's a, he, I thought about Mayhem also for the reason, or maybe the worst sunglass game. Tough look. Of all time. Yeah. I mean, Duval, but it no, almost Duval's for Duval. sweet. But, like, Mayhem's Man hater always block, had, like, the white, white frames. Yeah, white stuff. hater blockers were a tough look. As somebody that wore white hair blockers in this time period, I have to say, big influence on me, yet also still tough look. <laughs> major, 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 I'll, I'll own influence that. Sorry, <laughs> raising his hand, I'll own that. That's on me. 
uh, not proud of it. But did you ever pair of pictures. the white yes, hair? Whatever you're gonna say, yes, with <laughs> a white belt. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, so before that's, before we whittle down, does anybody want to throw out any? I, I any would like to nominate mentions? one that yes, I think is gonna course. be uh, unpopular at this table. Can we talk about Spieth? He's won three majors. He's three majors. What has he done for me lately? Is he is he is he running the credit card bill up without putting any money in the bank? Do we have to talk about it? Oh, he put a lot of money in the bank. I think that account's going to be flush for a while. I, I won't be having any of this. Yeah. Okay. No thanks. No. I thought. Listen, it would be remiss if we didn't at least. Everyone is. You guys are all. I, I get it. I love Spieth. Everyone is as much as you guys. No, no. Everyone's properly appreciating how far he's fallen. Like nobody's still like he's still great. Like everyone's, you know what I mean. Like it's not. That's fair. He's that's, not skating that's, by. That's on the a, dialogue I'm looking yeah, for. He's not skating by on a pass resume. I got an unpopular one. Please. Two majors, is where I'm going with this. Forty-two European Tour wins, just the two majors. When you look at the guy, the list of guys with two majors, his name sticks out. I was like, gosh, you had to have had more. But they were at the same course, Augusta National. Jose, Jose Maria Alfaro. No. <laughs> Damn it! I was gonna say that's a lot of Euro wins. A lot of Euro wins, like over forty Champions Tour wins. Bernhard Longer. Bernhard Longer. Mm. I would say very appreciated because of and his longevity. He's played great in in British Opens and Masters. Still, so recently he's gotten a lot of burn, a lot of appreciation. (laughs) (laughs) He's feeling the burn. A lot of burn for burn. You look that list of two times. Like, come on, Padraig Harrington's got more majors than you. Like that. That that hurts a little. Which Padraig Harrington garnered some shoutouts and in uh, underappreciated from people. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't fully buy that. They were asterisks majors. That's right. No cat. I'm, I'm kind of kidding, but kind of not. They were. They were catless majors. I, if you I, have a short spurt, then you win majors. That I've. That, that's different than like. Can be made for, for I have questions. Or, I have questions about what Bernhardt's doing with his putter too. Okay. I'm so, just gonna say it for one. sure. Also, Poulter. That was yeah. That, Three wins in 276 career PGA Tour starts. If you're going to call yourself the postman, then do that. <laughs> I'm going to need more than that. But That's he's also thing. lived like rent free in your head for the last <laughs> decade. And he half. shouldn't be there. He shouldn't. That's why he's uh, overappreciated. Randy brought up Sergio. No, I didn't. I, you, I you, you brought did. up Sergio. I did that. I brought, no, Tron brought up Sergio. Tr- excuse me, Tron did. I think Sergio makes a case for being overrated. One major. Over uh, overappreciated, overrated. Or, sorry. Um, well, I would say over. Yeah, maybe overrated. I think he's. No, I guess I would say the both. Right. Like, let's look at the. So I wouldn't say overappreciated. Thirty-five professional wins, ten PGA Tour victories, one major, twenty-three top tens in majors. I would have thought more. The passion and vivaciousness. I don't think it's aged all that well, uh, with with incidents in in recent years. Uh, haven't seen much from him after the Masters. But like you know, if you asked somebody that doesn't play golf to name a international golfer, he probably would be him or Rory. I think would be one and two. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Does that you know? I think he's I think again he's definitely came, on the came sprinting on the scene, definitely. and everybody was like ready to crown him. It's Tiger versus Sergio for the next decade. I think he's he's definitely on the long list. I think he's he's done enough on the Euro Tour, and he's won on the PGA Tour. He's won a major. He's done a bunch in the Ryder Cup. I think he. I think he falls outside the top fifteen, but I I had do we need, do we need to talk about old Tom Morris? <laughs> Listen, I looked long and hard at old, old Tom. Only four majors. 
compared to his son. Like he got just crop dusted by his son, but you got to look at the architecture stuff. Uh, unpopular one, possibly. Who would you say is the most popular player in the world outside of Tiger and Phil? The McRib. I looked at the McRib. Do we need to talk about the McRib? Guys, because for sure. Two, two of his majors shouldn't count as majors. Why is that? Congressional. Congressional is. Oh, that was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. In Kiowa. And then, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> Kiowa, <laughs> Kiowa, you know, Kiowa was, was not, was not a good situation either. It, Rory's in my crosshairs, but this is, this is much really in the last couple of years, you know, it's Rory, it's DJ. Uh, I think as it's much as it pains Spieth? me, Spieth, but I still maintain Spieth is like, he's the goat. He's, <laughs> he's going to figure it out. Um, one other guy I'd like to nominate based on Randy's, uh, underappreciated submission, and Ben Curtis, I'd like to nominate Graham McDowell with the same amount of wins as someone like Ben Curtis who doesn't get any burn. Someone like McDowell gets, you know, it's like, oh, God, you know, G-Max back, baby. Like, he's so suave, you know, like this guy, Irish, yeah. Lot to be said for the personality. Lot to be said. And for the, you know, rocking pink all the time and just always, you know, looking dapper. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Paul Casey's a guy that's, Ooh, that's a good you know. Yeah. I want, I, I, can, yeah. Can we acknowledge, uh, like, Ricky? I'm very proud, everybody. I think it's just obvious. I don't think we really... I'm the horse glad nobody, We were like, all leaving it case. to you. No, it's... It's quarantine. He's not yeah, going to... Yeah, I've, right? I've said my piece, and... That's your block. I didn't want to get on... I, didn't I, I think Finau is really overappreciated right now, um, which we've we've How argued in the past. Did you say he was going to win this year? <laughs> Zero <laughs> in the last... <laughs> how's that? How's Six that? Weeks. Yeah. Seven weeks. In this... I got... A lot bigger window now if we get a, the mega season. That's hey, right. I'd it's like to season. I'd like to point out just going back to some of the accusations being thrown around about guys not winning stateside. How many non majors did Nick Faldo win stateside? Four, three, really. It's a different era. The Heritage, Doral, and how, how many starts? LA. Who can say? Still right. more than Westwood. I should, guess. We, should we whittle it down? Let's whittle it down. Uh, sure. Just one Here's quick shout out in doing all this research. Just want to just uh, I don't know. This probably doesn't need to be said, but any chance we get to acknowledge the PJ Tour website is complete trash. It's just under fire. It's horrible. <laughs> well, it's and also shout out to Wikipedia. It's the it's the the Strap Boys Encyclopedia. I, and I, just being a lack of golf database just continues yeah, yeah. to confound me. Yeah, it's so. because the PGA Tour doesn't want to play nice with others. Yeah, let's whittle it down. All right, we're going around the list. As I believe the order was uh, Charles Schwartzel and Louis Eustazen from Randy and I in, in round one. Tron, who'd you have in round one? Uh, that's a good question. I had All the masters. All of the oh, masters. Right, right. But you whittled it down to uh, Stadler, I believe. Craig Stadler. <laughs> Neil, you had Ben Crenshaw. I had Gentle Ben. I had uh, Fred Couples. Fred Couples. But just note, note for... Posterity's sake that Stadler plus others. Stadler is a figurehead. He's a representative. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, Randy in round two uh, was Lee Westwood. Lee Westwood. That was my my favorite moment from the pod. Don't do this. <laughs> uh, Tron. Uh, Bill Murray. Right. Oh God, that's of course. You had the Foz. I had Tom Fazio. I had Fuzzy. I had Anthony Kim. Uh, Randy had Dustin. I had Johnson. DJ at, at this specific point in time. I would like that <laughs> in in accord with TC's <laughs> yes. theory of relativity. It was the it was the Yang to his uh, Yin. If if we're picturing the universe as TC does, then I had DJ. Uh, yeah, uh, Tron, you had Hunter Mayhan. Correct. 
So, well, it was at that specific point in time, 15 minutes ago. What about this specific point in time? I could be talked into Rory right now. <laughs> <laughs> Neil had Max Homa in the final round. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think that sure that's, did, that's, yes. <laughs> Solly had... Chichi Rodriguez. You hear that, Max? <laughs> <laughs> and I had uh, Sam Sneed's win record. I also just want to say, in full disclosure, uh, the the shot I just lobbed at the tour website. We, this is coming from a place of a website we have, of a terrible website. We haven't updated our website no. in literally <laughs> well, months. Yeah, it's going to change. Listen, it's changing. It's going to change. But yeah, just, why'd you have to do that, man? I want to <laughs> own it. I want to own that. Uh, all right. Well, let's start whittling down. As you guys know the drill by now, I need to just hear shortlist or not shortlist. Okay. Candidly, don't need to hear much more than that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Charles Schwartzel, yes or no? Shortlist, no shortlist. No for me. No for me. No. No. Schwartzel yes. doesn't have the votes. Well, I paired him with Louis. Yeah. I think you know. Louis is Short list, sure. Short has a yes from me. Sure. See, I think I think the opposite, guys. I think Schwartzel you don't is have moving. the votes. Great you don't have the votes. Good to know you don't have the votes. Statler as a figurehead plus others. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Honestly, for, for debate's sake, say yes because it kind of helps set up. A couple of my guys. Because I think it'll be a fun debate, I'm going to say yes. Put him on the short I was going to say, I'll, put, I'll, I'll give you, I'll throw you a Stadler yes. as a figurehead plus others. Crenshaw is a no from me. No. I like Neil's presentation. I'll, I'll say yes. It's a yes for me. I'll say yes to the short list. He's on the short list. I don't know if he's going to win out. but Fred Couple's got to be a unanimous he's yes. He's a yes. Lee Westwood, an emphatic all caps yes from me. Yes. You know I have a yes. <laughs> TC, I'm going to abstain to support the the Carter brothers will remain united. I didn't vote. Uh, Bill Murray, the golfer. Yes. The golfer? Yes. The golfer. Yes. 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 Unanimous, yes. Uh, Tom Fazio. Yes. I would say yes, too. Yes. Fazio's on the list. God, we're going to have to do some whittling here, fellas. Is it Fazio, the golfer, though? No. <laughs> oh. Because yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't feel comfortable <laughs> voting yes without the without more information. I think it's the architect. Okay. Uh, Fuzzy so no, Zeller. He doesn't fit the criteria. I, yeah. I'm saying Fazio, no to Fazio. Fazio is NA. I think Fazio, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting him on my list of top five overrated golfers. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his game is. I don't know what his game Maybe he's a good wedge player. <laughs> Fazio is an, he's been removed from the consideration. But, but it's noted. Yeah. But it is noted that yeah. he can I have a late a late submission? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. not. Mark Burke from Pipe Dream. <laughs> <laughs> that guy as a golfer, actually absolutely. Yeah. He's a what if guy though. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fuzzy Zeller. I'm saying no. He's a no for me. I say yes. I well, why is he a no for you? Yeah. I just uh, we we have a lot of names on there. I don't think he's I don't okay. think he's making the final five. I'm gonna say no. He doesn't have the votes. I'm sorry, Neil. Anthony Kim. Big time yes for me. I'm going to say yes. Yes. Dustin Johnson. Right Absolutely now. not. Right now. No. I'm going to say no. Uh, so, Jury's okay. still out. Jury, I was going to say yes. I would like, you, your vote on record was I, yes? I am present for the vote, and I would like to vote yes, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Hunter Mahan. Feels like kind of a random shot. I'm, I'm going to say, say no. no. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, TC made it. He's got a compelling case. Do you hear a lot of people? Well, listen, I don't want to. I think had we recorded this in 2012. Yes. Or like 2014, I'm with you. Honestly, he might be underappreciated. That's true. Yeah, that's that's probably too close. Maybe like 2016. He was on an Ace commercial. I think he's. I think he's. He's already been buried, kind of. Yeah. He's not. At this point, it's like, oh man, what happened to that guy? So it's gonna be a no for me, dog. 
Uh, Max Homa. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say yes, sure. <laughs> Max has, we has a golfer. The Diner Boys whipped his Absolutely. Ass. <laughs> I forgot to even present that to the jury. He lost it. He lost in a match to the Diner Boys. <laughs> Two matches, actually. Two. But, uh, Damning evidence. Chichi Rodriguez. I think an absolute yes for That's me. That's a yes. Yes. Yeah, it's a yes with the nature of the exercise we're doing. Yeah. Uh, Sam Sneed's win record. I, I'm gonna th- If we're throwing out the Foz, I'm going to throw this out. Yeah, because well. it's yeah. the golfer. Sam, wins, Sam Sneed's win record, the golfer. I don't know that I can weigh in on that. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really play by the rules. I didn't. Well. No, I don't, I'll hand up on that one. Yeah. All right. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We only we only knocked out five. Oh, okay, a lot of work to do. So we have a lot of work to do. Um, I don't know if you guys have any particular order you'd like to go in. I don't know if we maybe well, we I start think we with can, the. Should we induct a couple that I, I think seem surefire? Fred Couples is in. Fred Couples is in. Bill I think Murray. he's definitely in. I think Bill Murray's in. Do we have a, a unanimous quorum on Fred Couples and Bill Murray? I don't know if we do unanimous on Bill Murray yet because we may end up with kind of yeah. like, you know what, I, well, let's stick with professionals. Could be. Kind okay. of in the same vein of how you but were playing. I think I, we can, I vote, would, we can would, vote Fred Couples in. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Like we're not saying like Bill – yes, I think so. I don't think we're saying Bill Murray sucks at golf, which is what we just whittled it down to with Fazio. Mm. Interesting. Let's no, come but, back to no, Bill No, but we're saying, saying he's, he's overappreciated in the game of golf for his play, for his participation in golf. Okay. Well, let's come back to Bill Murray. Okay. I'm looking at this list and and I'm calculating the votes that that we've had and I'm looking for someone we can knock out. I think we can I think we can rally the votes to knock out Stadler plus others. Yes. I'll vote for that. No, I think all those guys were <laughs> overrated because of their one Masters victory. What was the time frame again before I vote? From like 1960 <laughs> to, you know, like 90 like 95 95 yeah pre-cat and again before you vote i believe the criteria was guys who won the masters in that time frame as their only career major i mean couples and also got a lot of run out of it couples has gotten 20 extra years of tc i'm on the list i'm gonna vote yes tc (laughs) he's on the list couples is on the list you don't get to claim couples no i know but i'm saying yeah yeah well a yes i do get to claim couples (laughs) (laughs) and b like it's 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 helped all these guys fluff i I think that i you have me. I'm with you. I'm a no. I'm a no. I'm a hard no. Sorry. No. <laughs> That's bad guys. Those guys got more out of one win. It's, if it's, it, it would have been distilled down to one person, They deserve I think. to make the shortlist. Their but. place in history on the shortlist has been noted. Okay. Again, I'm just trying to knock guys out. Um, I feel like, can anybody vote no with me on Ben Crenshaw? Crenshaw. Oh, possibly overappreciated in his real oh, current career. Real quick, I'll two, vote no. Two majors, two majors, two majors, nineteen career PGA Tour wins, and a thriving, industry-changing golf design company. All right, going back, going <laughs> to which back, he may get more credit than he's due. I want to switch awesome. it from Stadler. Charles Cootie is the poster child. Does for that, does that? Would anybody like to change their vote? No, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Cootie, Cootie won the Masters. He That's won great. the Dallas Open. Should have made that case. case. And he won the Cleveland you see, this Open. Is Other than that, lawyering, he didn't win man. shit else. Sloppy lawyering. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go no on Crenshaw. Do we have the votes on Crenshaw to eliminate Crenshaw? Yes, he's out. All you woke architecture guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. I don't know who else we're knocking out. I. I <sighs> Do we have the votes? Where do people stand on Louis Tazen? Again, if it was Schwartzel, I would have voted yes, but it's Louis. I'm, I'm voting no. I think I think Louis is 
I kind of res- I don't know. Appreciate I, that. I'd like to nominate to eliminate Max Homa. It was fun. We got him. We got him to the short list. Uh, I would say before this year, you can make that case. But he legit has played some incredible golf this year. Yeah, but has he won? He hasn't won. But I wouldn't narrow it down to that. I think he he was well on his way. Yeah, guys, are appreciated. Uh, <laughs> sure, I'm gonna, you can knock we, him off the list. When we're talking about the history of the entire history <laughs> of the game, I'm going to vote no with you okay. as well. Okay, it was fun. But the Diner Boys know. The Diner Boys will always Bacon. Know. Let's put bacon on the list. We currently have six people for four spots, which means we need to knock out two. Let's uh, let's cement another one. I, I've, I'm feeling a lot of support, a lot of uh, patronizing of Chichi Rodriguez and his entire his entire existence. Do we have a quorum to move him yay, to yay on Chichi to the the final list? Yes. 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 The yeses have it. I would say it's uh, even a stronger case for AK. I would vote yes with you on AK. Yes. Do we want to, to put cement AK, AK in? Overappreciated play. Yeah, I'll put AK in. Okay. AK. So on the list. So what for, we have left, we've got uh, four for two. Four. For, we've got a current four for two situation. Louis Hayes and Lee Westwood, Bill Murray, and Dustin Johnson. <laughs> I thought DJ got eliminated. Uh, not yet. No, I, DJ was eliminated. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was just you and I that voted yes on. Uh, I think you're right. You're right. Three for two. Westwood. Bill Murray. So I, I think it's more dramatic to do them one by one here. So let's. I think Ustazen's. Well, let's let's list. back into it. Can, can I get any more yeses for Lee Westwood? I, I know I got two firm ones. Also, I, yes. I think it was a compelling case. <laughs> Westwood's on there. Westwood sorry, is sorry, on the TC. list. Hell yeah! You guys Hell yeah! <laughs> I do want to make clear that my uh, Westwood annoyance aside for the last fifteen years. I've greatly enjoyed his entire shtick over the last two or three years. I think it can't be appreciated enough yeah. that he was going to skip the players to go to a horse race. <laughs> yes. So that let the record... Great guys. No that. no reflection of him personally. Yeah. Same with Gentle Ben. I have no no ill will. I was just trying to make my case that potentially... So for the final spot on the most overappreciated golfers of all time, <laughs> we have a toss-up, a coin flip between Louis Tazen and Bill Murray. Where would we like to start? <laughs> I'll say Bill Murray because I just don't think overall I would say Louis Ustazen's overappreciated. I agree. I'm Bill vote, Murray. I'm voting Bill Murray as well. Bill Murray. Okay. I the think it's, the Murrays have statement. it. Yeah. That's what you get for being a dick to me on the range at Country Club of Charleston, <laughs> Bill Murray. You guys you guys just got bodied. I think that's you guys are just a little vindictive. No, well, yeah, they did steal our logo too for his for his golf collection. So that that's probably there's yeah. there's axes all over this table to grind. I, I don't I don't I don't begrudge them that because it's an actual photograph. Sure. So it's not like they like, we're not created the first people it to ever use a silly. No, I, under, I like, understand that, but I think that the spirit of the law and the letter of the law are two different things. <laughs> I just think a lot of their stuff stinks. <laughs> There's that too. We gotta say a lot of good things about Rushmore, though. It's a great movie. I would like to say, yeah, Life Bill Aquatic. Murray the actor. I enjoy. I have yeah. no issue with Bill Murray the actor. <laughs> so. All, All right, right. So our final list: Fred Couples. Chichi Rodriguez, Anthony Kim, Lee Westwood, Bill Murray, the most overappreciated golfers, men in golf, golfers. And, and I would say even for Bill Murray and for Chichi, I think they're overappreciated to no fault of their own. And yeah, what I mean yeah. by that is like the the you I mean, know, I think you tour can make that case at AT and T. It's just like they shove the Bill Murray stuff in my face. Like he's not asking for that. But he's. I, I think you say that with with Fred Couples as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think any of these guys are are asking for any of this. Sure, you know. Can we go I, back I'll to the Hall of Fame? 
Like, 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 how's Tommy Bolt in the Hall of Fame? He won 15 times, one major. And that's for that's couples. literally the criteria. Yeah, that's that's couples. You automatically get in if that's you win the low 15. bar. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. So what a disgrace. <laughs> Okay, I guess that's what we're leaving. We are wrapping it at that. <laughs> Thank you for listening uh, to Overappreciated Players. We will be back with an interview podcast on Sunday night and uh, some more fun stuff next week as well. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah! I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most!